What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner and argumentative banter, Hendrix. Happy birthday to Kobe Bryant. All right. And I am Casey in the place to be. And that place is a 2 a.m. podcast each and every week, bringing you an awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up, y'all? Hey, guys. How are you doing? What's up, y'all? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you've been enjoying the, I guess... The conclusion of the summer uh, and all of that good shit. We've been gone, but we're back with the jump off. Yeah. Um, just brainstorming, working some shit out, you know that. And it was my birthday, so y'all can suck my ass. <laughs> so That as well. Um, yeah, you know, you, you have that business aspect of podcasting and having to do new and innovative and creative shit so i've been dealing with uh mr will k the great good luck with that (laughs) you know who to talk to uh working on some shit um yeah there will be no more breaks (laughs) for the foreseeable future um regardless of what the schedule is there will be no more breaks There'll be content put out every week. Mm. Mark my words. Mm. Hold me to it. You know, I know y'all don't tend to forget about shit because people talk, you know, so much content is created. But yeah, um, no more breaks. Sorry. We'll revisit this in December. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Not December. That's a long ways away, yet not long at all. I know. That's why I said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's been up, man? Do you knees creaking and shit already, man? What's what's going on? Thir- well, clearly, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Thirty ball. What's up, man? Shit, man. <laughs> Somebody did walk by me and was like, "You gonna change your name on Twitter?" <laughs> no, the fuck. It's a grace period, bitch. <laughs> I'm not changing shit. Technically, you are still 20-something. Yeah. I did. No, I really did some old. I wasn't no old shit, but some shit I never did before in my life. I literally was minding my black-ass business about to head out. Happened to be looking for something. Realized I never got my tags. Envelope sitting right on my fucking desk. I said, wow. (laughs) Knew I forgot to do something. (laughs) Yeah. And then so it had me annoyed as fuck. Like. I literally, like, me and my friend was, like, running some errands. Fucking state boys pull up behind me on a fucking, like, service drive. I'm like, please don't let this nigga. And we was on a red light. I'm like, please don't let this motherfucker run my shit because, okay. I mean, I think they're still giving that grace period out for, you know, during the pandemic. You're not able to. I thought that ended. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he didn't. Obviously, I didn't get a ticket or anything like that. And on top of that, it must be some kind of grace period because I did get my tax late and I did not get charged the late fee. Um, like it's like ten dollars, I think. I didn't get hit with it, so I'm assuming maybe it is. But I was annoyed because I ain't never not had my shit on time. I usually go before my birthday or at least the day of, and I did not because I forgot about it completely. Okay, period. Um, 
But that all worked out. I have my tags now. I am no longer riding dirty. Everything's great. Um, but yeah, Hendrix was popping. What's uh, what's new? Uh, nothing. What's going on? Adulting. Um, that's so fucking horrible. I had to buy a new set of tires this week, which is uh not cheap at all. Um. <laughs> Also looking for uh, places to stay, which is not cheap at all. Uh, I don't know when the market changed. I love apartment hunting. Where are you looking at? I'll help you. Um, somewhere nice and cheap. Those things don't actually go together. <laughs> I noticed. Honestly, I'm, I'm mad about my last place because that was like excellent. But they did some fuck shit, so I had to go. But other than that, that was perfect, perfect location, you know, perfect dimensions and everything. Like, it was a big, big spot. But, um, yeah, looking for apartments and stuff like that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, man, being an adult, working overtime, trying to get shit popping. Uh, I, po- I reposted a meme on Facebook. Like, uh, it was like the guy at the soda fountain with... Um, <laughs> with his hands on two different beverages at the same time like you know working your nine to five to support your business but also doing your business so you don't have to work a nine to five and how hard that actually is so i me and my peers like i i, I get y'all it's tough it's rough out here like you know we need to get together or something like that like you know let's lessen the load and shit but yeah, just just grinding, man. It's I don't know. I just feel like because the summer is not the summer, really. Why not take advantage of it? That was kind of my thinking about it. Like you really can't do shit. So just you know, a couple of extra days here and there, it'll add up. That was my thinking. Um, other than that, man, I'm I'm chilling. Looking at all these vacation pictures and shit, and hey, what are y'all niggas doing in Vegas? I'm just curious. <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. I'm not even trying I'm, to hold y'all. I've seen thirty it? people I know in Vegas this weekend. I don't know what's happening. Um, or, is it open? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's open. I just. For I me, well, I'm just gonna say this. I ain't seen a single mask in a fucking picture from Vegas. So I guess y'all really took that heat killer thing to heart or something. I don't know. But it's something, I don't know, it's something real crazy. The thing for me is I, I really don't like the whole mass aspect anymore. Like, I'm over it, especially since my job, you literally have to wear them all shift. So, I tend to avoid places that you have to fucking wear masks. Nigga, all places. Like, but that's what I'm, exactly, that's what I'm saying. And I be, like, laughing at people that had a bitch in the car, like... Yeah, I'm not wearing my fucking mask in I the car. I take that shit off as soon as I walk out the building. I'm, I'm sorry. Wherever I go, I take it off. As soon as I hit the dough, it's off. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I'm not wearing it in the car. It's just uh-uh. too hot. But I will keep it in, in the, the car. Yeah, I have mine in my car. Like, I just have the ones that I always, like, I have, I have like, four or five of them in my car that I just keep there. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm not wearing them actively as I drive. I'm not wearing them anywhere but in the car. <laughs> I mean, in the whatever building I'm going to. I put the bitches on before I walk in the building, and I take the bitches off when I come out. That's it. Period. I'm not fucking with it. But I'm also not, like, near people a whole lot. 
I actually been seeing more people. Like, that's been fun. I've been hanging out with, like, people from college and shit recently. And that was cool. It makes me feel old and youthful at the same time. Because hmm, it's just, like, being around, like, you know, the it's a good vibe being around, like, young black professionals, like, on their shit. Like, you know, these people, when it's, not like, kids, but, you know, he's 18 trying to figure it out. Yeah. And these people got their shit together, you know, with their, like, parents or husbands and wives and productive members of society. Right, right, owners right, right. and educated and stuff like that. So it's a good vibe. It's definitely a good energy because, like, damn, we really are childish. We ain't grew up yet. Um, <laughs> but we still on top of our shit. So that's a good a good balance. You know what I mean? Like, I've always, been, I've always felt like that. Like, even in college, like, maintaining a good balance. I guess I went to school four years and I graduated on time and everything. Um, but I had fun. I didn't, uh, I never felt like I was missing out on anything. I never felt like it was one or the other. You have people, like, you hear so many stories, people will go and, like, wild out and they fell on all their classes. Or you have people who, like, go and then had no fucking social life and it was just all about school. But me and uh, Nicole specifically, I think we went in there with really good intentions and we did everything the way we wanted to and on time and got the fuck out of there and had a blast time of our lives. So I just, like, appreciate that balance in everything. And it's kind of like that even in life now, like, Stay on top of my shit, but I I tell people in a heartbeat, I live I work to live. I do not live to work. I go to work so I can have the life that I want, and that's just that on that. Yeah, my schedule does not prevent me. I mean, my schedule does not lend those type of activities. Um, I will not be changing my schedule anytime soon though. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't do that morning shit. Like it's way too much work in the morning. Um, way too early. Most of the time, when people are getting up for work, I'm just going to sleep. So I'm not doing that. Uh, but we'll see. We might have to make some adjustments and shit like that. Um, I feel like my schedule for like content creation is not the greatest because I miss out on a lot of opportunities. You know, a lot of people want to do work and shit, and I be at work. So, I don't like doing content shit at work. It's not, you know, it's like working two jobs at the same time. I'm not not with that at all. Um, But, yeah, we're going to get into things that happen in the world. Some of the things are old. Some of the things are new. Um, Since we've been gone, Joe Biden, um, the Democratic presidential nominee, um, he selected... Kamala Harris for his VP. She is the first black and Asian woman to be named on a ticket for presidential candidacy. And there's been a lot of shit that's happened. You know, I think 2020 for me, a lot of people have a lot of time to say a lot of dumb shit. And y'all just be on Al Gore's internet saying all kind of wild shit. I don't know why, I don't know, you know, what the reason is for that, but y'all just be saying some wild shit, and I don't understand, like, uh, the whole Joe and the whole, that's, you know, coming from the other side, of course, oh, but, um, you know, going back and looking at her, like, college photos and stuff like that, I mean, she was a kid, like, I would much rather you judge her based off of what she's done as an adult in office, which I do. Like, I'm critical of that, but I understand the need that we have right now. You have to do what you have to do. I understand you 
you never want to vote for the lesser of two evils, but there's always going to be an evil, and there's always going to be a lesser of two evils. So do what the fuck you got to do. You not, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're not happy with what's going on currently. Just, you got to do that shit. Do that. I mean, it makes it makes absolutely no sense. Oh, I'm not voting. I don't like eat. Yeah, okay. All I've right. I've seen a lot of that. Like, all right, really man. Irritating. All right, man. Like, I saw the statistic today where um, in the last election, one side got, I think one side got like 24% of the vote, one side got 26% of the vote, um, the independents got like 1% of the vote, and the rest of the people didn't fucking vote, and here we are. So, I ain't advocating you do what you want to do, you're a grown-ass person, but if you don't, don't fucking complain. Simple as that. I mean, yeah. So how do, how do you feel as a, a black woman having a black woman potentially be the vice president of the United States? <laughs> I had um, to throw it out there. I mean, that's fine. I mean, uh, it's progressive. You know, like, I mean, I understand, like, the importance of it. But for me, even kind of... Ah, fuck it. All right, so um, I think that even in just like mm, society in general, like we do this thing where we um associate anybody. It's kind of like the old, very old way of thinking, like the one drop rule type of thing. Um, but she's biracial, so. It don't hit the same. It don't hit the same. Well, I mean, well, I mean, because it's kind of the same thing with like, okay, even with Barack, like, it was kind of like white people use that as a reason to hate on him, like, oh, he's black, and it's like he's actually just as he's biracial, so he's just as much a representation of y'all as he is of us, and it was kind of like that weird kind of thing. So it's just like, um. I don't know if it's the best thing. I guess it's one of the things I do in politics where it's just like you, I don't, I mean, well, they do it in life, but in politics specifically, like they make it like, okay, well, they're black. If it's one drop of black blood in you. And I don't know how I feel about that, especially now, but behave. Um, as far as her being a, a woman, I think that that's great. I think that that's inspiring and encouraging and everything like that. And it's progressive. I hope that it doesn't, um, women are, <laughs> Uh, at this point, as you can see, especially with like Barack Obama getting elected when he did, and then kind of like it, everything that happened with Hillary. Um, I hope, if anything, that it doesn't hurt the Democrats because, from what we've seen and what we know of this country, we're not really too excited about women being in power in any capacity. So, hmm. um, if anything, I'll be more like that. That's why I say it's very progressive. It's very encouraging and all the stuff like that. But that's all. I mean, I thought that was great. But it was so much negativity that came out about it. Um, I'm more realistic. All right. Um, and unfortunately, more educated than a lot of you dumbasses. So right. a lot of the criticism was just, like, misguided, in my humble opinion. Um, half of the, like, bills and laws and policies that people talking about, Y'all regurgitate information y'all heard. Y'all know what that shit mean. Um, so y'all be talking about y'all ass because it sound good. Um, 
So I don't. I just I, I would encourage this. I'll 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 end my opinion with this. I just want everyone to stop getting their political analytics and hot takes from social media. And if you really want to have something educated to say, or you want to make an educated choice in your voting, just I don't know, read something besides social media, besides Facebook. I don't need I don't need all your uh, political opinions to be put together from multiple posts from ignorant people. Um. <laughs> Have your, you know, don't be a sheep, read, educate yourself, um, instead of just regurgitating information that may or may not be true because it's ignorant and you look stupid. I'm judging you. Yeah. Um, Definitely do your due diligence. And most people don't. And that's the thing. It's just like, oh, you see one bad thing. It's like, oh, oh my God. And it's like, uh, you're a dumbass, but okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, it's a pander pick. Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. Um, But I mean, people have been... um, you get the best of both worlds. The Democrats have been pandering to black people for a very long time. And this is the thing about politics in general. <laughs> this is the thing about politics in general. <laughs> and why, in my opinion, this is different. Okay. It has always been, a whole, it has always been you know, Democrats, Republicans, whatever. So as long as I've been living, don't give me that whole spiel of they change policy and their party ideas. I don't give a fuck as long as I've been living. Democrats have been Democrats, Republicans have been Republicans, and you know, like Republicans are like wealthy, rich, and racist, and you then you have Democrats that are, now mm, yeah, they still wealthy, rich, and probably racist, but at least they hide it a little better. So, um, that's the reality of what I know politics to Fair be point. in this uh, country, and and then you have like Democrats are more likely to pander to black people. They see the value in the black vote, and they go after that. That is a point of politics in general you're trying to garner more votes mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be so um i think that's why the whole idea of the lesser two evil always come up but what i will say in the difference is um i know people are like oh you can't like i guess at one point i think at one point it was possible for me at least like until now until like the last few years especially with trump in office and all of the stuff that's been going on from police killings to all lives matters to all of this crazy shit um, racism has like blew back up or been unveiled, if you will, once again with a very like, bitch, I'm in here, okay? And I think that before <laughs> that, even like it's before that, like okay, you even before I could vote, it was okay, Democrat Republican. I remember watching all elections like that, like okay, all right, cool, Democrat won, or cool uh republican you know what i'm saying like not cool republican one it was like oh damn the democrats lost and then we kept it the fuck pushing because more, more like more times than not your general every day doesn't change right that has not been the case since trump was elected the general every day has shifted to the fact that it is okay to be willfully ignorant and racist out loud and all of this stuff like that. It's like a, re- a, re- a resurgence of white supremacy. It's a white supremacy in a way that has never happened before. I didn't feel this way when George Bush got elected. You know what I'm saying? I didn't feel that way. So that's why this is different in that regard, in my opinion. Because it was like, okay, yeah, Republicans in the office or whatever. You know, whatever. Keep it pushing. Then we had, I mean, the first two times I voted, I got to vote for Barack Obama. Um, so... To me, it really wasn't a difference up until this point. So, I don't give a fuck about what y'all got to say. Um, but 
Will I, would I have chose a different candidate? Absolutely. Will I be voting Democratic in this election? Absolutely. Because the alternative is more hate and more division and more separation. And it's nothing that's good that's going to come from that. So if I had to choose, yeah, I'm going to choose that. I mean, the alternative is just a repeat of the last four years for another four years and also added to that the fact that it's um it's going to be accelerated because normally when you're the underdog underdog and you win uh, you tend to gloat a little bit more so yeah it's just going to be a repeat like i said go out do your due diligence um i'm not happy of course not like i don't think as a black person in this country we will ever have somebody that we can just wholeheartedly root for because politics is politics it's not for the poor people it's not it's never never has been like but do what you gotta do um on another note we can get the government shit out of the way um so the senate went on vacation they're on vacation until labor day um well after labor day and they left without coming to an agreement on the stimulus package or the coronavirus relief fund i believe that's what it's called and i just i have a hard time like we just talked about the presidential race but here we are with people who are supposed to represent us on a a lower level than the president and they had something on the table that needed to to actually happen and they went the fuck home so you know i understand that this is a dedicated break it happens every year it's supposed to happen but they just went home without figuring out what to do with all the people who aren't back to work all the people who aren't um able to provide for their families essentially um people who don't know what's going to happen to them in the next month that they you know that they have before they come up with disagreement and figure out how much money and this and that all you know all that bullshit that they're trying to figure out currently well they were trying to figure out they just left it on the table and originally when I wrote this down as a <laughs> a a discussion piece. I was okay ish with it. I'm like, I get it. Like they can figure some shit out. Maybe on the back end they come right back in, attack it. All right, we know what we doing, X, Y, and Z. Cool. Until yesterday. So yesterday they they somehow, out of the fucking sky, came up with $25 billion to give to the United States Postal Service. Because, um, if you've been aware of the news, the Postmaster General has been, who is a very big um, Trump supporter, he has been invoking uh, takeaways for mailboxes, mail centers, uh, mail machines, you know. Basically, he's fucking up the way that mail is delivered in this country, you know, cutting back on overtime, you know, 
a lot of people who do mail routes aren't able to fulfill their whole route during the day. You can't stay any longer than, you know, your allotted time. So if you get halfway down a, a certain block, bring that ass back here because it's a wrap on that. So there's people in this country who are starving, who are trying to figure out where their next meal is, trying to figure out if they're going to have a roof over their head, trying to figure out what exactly they can do to survive in a fucking pandemic globally still. But it seems like it's more so just in our fucking country now. Um, And they walked away. But when it came to uh, potential mail-in voting uh, snafu, they could come right back and hand out money because, oh, we got to get these votes in. That fucking bothers me a lot. Like, it really does bother me a lot how the politics are still so prevalent, even though we're out here in some shit that we've never seen before. Like, we never seen it. We need help from the people that we elected to fucking help us. And, yeah, nothing until it affects them. And then, oh, yeah, we got money. Yeah, do that right now on a Saturday. On a fucking Saturday? That you off on vacation on Saturday. You came back so you can figure out some shit when it comes to something that regards to you. So I, I don't I don't like that at all. I understand it because like I said, it's politics. But I just wanted to bring that um little tidbit to everybody's attention. Um, how do you feel about that? Why do you be asking me shit? <laughs> I don't feel. Okay. Um, Nick Cannon is suing Viacom for $1.5 billion for the rights to Wild and Out. I didn't know that's how much the fuck Wild and Out was worth. But I'm appara- not surprised by that. But apparently that is. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised by it. I just didn't. When you see a figure behind a, a entity, a show, like it, it makes it. It causes you to, uh, I don't know, I wonder. I'm like, damn, Wild and Out is worth $1.5 billion. Like, so that, you know, that kind of invokes some questions. Yeah. As far as what the worth of a lot of other things is. is. That's a good point. Like, what would two awkward millennials be worth? You know what I'm saying? In the grand scheme of things, so... It's something to to think about as a content creator when we start getting into like negotiations with sponsors and um, just putting out your sh- shit, even merch value. I know a lot of people have specific values on what they think their their merch is worth. So yeah, that that was the idea that it it brought out to me the fact that. We realistically don't know what we're worth or what our properties are worth. So, shout out to Nick Cannon. I hope hope that works out for him. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. And the biggest story of the week. So, on a Instagram Live, Megan Thee Stallion came out and finally, and I don't say finally like, ooh, thank God. I say finally like, we knew, but she added fucking factual value to it. Megan Thee Stallion came out and 
said that Tory Lane shot her, which if you had a brain, you already knew. And the world went fucking insane, actually. Fucking insane. Still, to this day, I was seeing shit. You know what? Before I give Casey the floor, because I know she has a lot to say about this. I'm honestly, after recent um, discoveries (laughs) of people's commentary, I'm actually... Barely gonna say anything, but I'll let you continue. All right, so I'll say it. So, looking at all these dumbass think pieces and these quote unquote niggas with street values and shit like that, speaking about how Megan Thee Stallion is a snitch and she's not protecting black men and blah 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 blah. blah. That's what it sounds like when I look at your fucking tweets and facebook posts and instagram messages or listen to your hot ass uh hotep ass podcast and shit like that somebody shot a woman a black man shot a black woman there's there's nothing else to discuss about this he needs to go to jail Pending investigation, of course, you know, due process of law and all that bullshit. And that's it. It's not, she's not a snitch. Who holds Megan Thee Stallion the fucking street values? These even niggas still, is not, that's not even the street value. These niggas is not right. I these, said I wasn't talking because people tell me to they're, they're not street niggas, okay? They're entertainers, all right? Neither one of them have like she's she's not a blood he's not a crib like it's none it's none of that. These niggas had an argument and this nigga up the burner and shot her. It's nothing to discuss. Like it's literally nothing to discuss. So when people say that oh she, you know she's the equivalent of six nine and my nigga, grow a fucking brain, all right. Please, from your fucking keyboard in your suburban home, and you want to talk about street values. I don't know who raised you niggas. I really don't. I honestly and truly am flabbergasted by some of the shit that y'all say and some of the supposed OGs that y'all had growing up that taught y'all the game. My nigga, that is not the game. Let me tell you, that is not the game. I don't give a fuck how old you are. All you 40-year-old niggas with fucking opinions on uh, entertainment shit and relating that to street values and morals and all that shit, shut the fuck up. This is not that. This was a domestic dispute, and somebody has a gunshot wound, okay? Simple. It's fucking simple. Stop making everything complicated. We don't need a think piece. We don't need you to break down all this and all that. The information is there in front of you. Okay? It's in it's there in front of you. Stop. Just stop. You I know you might get three or four people on your side and everybody oh yeah, I feel you, brother. No. He's an idiot too. She's an idiot too. Special <clears throat> Especially you bitches And I don't say that word a lot Bitches I do But some of you bitches I don't know <laughs> I actually do Know who raised you But uh yeah No 
No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because niggas shot you, you go into your street niggas to get vengeance on it. And here is this woman who is not of a street ilk for the most part. Like, she's still fucking in college. Twerking. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> she just made a song about her wet-ass pussy. Like, really? That, that's that's a, that's somebody from the streets? Really? That's that's how that is? <laughs> really? I'm sorry. I just saying this meme, and it's the funniest shit ever to me, so I'm just going to share it. <laughs> it said, I applaud Meg for not wanting to call the police on a black man in this climate, even after he shot her. Even after you shot her, but see me, mm-mm, get Camilla on the phone. <laughs> yes. Kamala definitely gonna lock niggas up. <laughs> that's that's see, like I said, I'm do you do your due diligence, but you that gotta do funny. what you gotta do. But yeah, see, that's the thing, man. Like it took for niggas just ragging on her for her to finally break down and tell you what you should have already known. Like, that was simple. Hey. <laughs> the fact that she said that she stepped on glass in the first place is commendable enough. But when you got niggas from the other side, like, oh, yeah, no, nah, he ain't do that shit. Like, you know, her friend shot her X, Y, and Z. Like, nah, I'm, come on, man. Like, also, <laughs> I'll put this out here right now. If the story that she's telling is not true, I will Instagram my life myself eating my sneaker. Okay? I will eat my fucking shoe on Instagram Live if she's lying. That's how much I just see the cut and dryness of this situation. It's nothing to actually think about. That's what happened. The only reason why he wasn't detained further to begin with is because of what her story was to protect her. To protect him, shall I say. So... Yeah, I don't, I don't get, I really don't get you niggas. I don't get why y'all say the things that y'all say. I don't, I, you know what, the last, <laughs> I'm not, I can't even say the last week, the last couple months, I've just been sitting back and observing the stupid shit that people are saying, and I'm really, really scared. <laughs> like, cause if you niggas actually believe that in real life, it's no wonder it's no wonder we're in the situation we in right now. Mm. So, Casey, what's your what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Oh no, I told you I wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> because whenever I comment on anything, people be pressed. So, Kanisha is gonna mind her fucking business. So, check out Kanisha's Facebook. Uh, you can follow her at Casey Kyle um, for her. True thoughts on what's going on with this situation. Fuck you, niggas. <laughs> this is the only thing I'm going to add to this. You guys are the scum of the fucking earth. And that's just that on that. Alrighty. I say in my calmest voice so nobody will dare tell me to shut the fuck up or calm down. <laughs> you can eat a dick. Well, never mind. <laughs> that's not, that's all on you. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get our topic for today, which is a very lighthearted topic, but it's it's very, Casey can get in her bag on this one. 
I definitely believe she can get it. She's going to get it in her bag on this I one. I honestly forgot which one we chose. Let me go back. So, today, we posed the question of, what is your best trait in a relationship? We often talk about, you know, what you do wrong, what other people do wrong to you. But what is some? What are some of your best qualities as a mate? What 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 makes you desirable in a relationship? Well, to answer your question honestly, Hendrix, my, my nigga, <laughs> a question with less answers would be, what makes me undesirable? And the answer to that is nothing. So. <laughs> Uh, that was a good turnaround. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was a good turnaround. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Okay. What's my best trait? I'll do it this way. Okay, come on. List three qualities, but may, make one of them your best and talk about your best. What, so, what are your top three qualities, but what out of those three are your actual best qualities? In a relationship. Yes, in a relationship. See, I feel like the value of that will differ based off the person. See, I'm glad you said that. Because one man could find my independence attractive while another man might find it as a burden. See, I'm glad you said that because we feel like certain people bring out certain things in us. It's not true. It's still there. It just might not be to the quality that it was for somebody else. So you still bring all the same things to the table. It just depends on what the person, what that person in particular brings out of you. So you are, you still have all those qualities, but one thing might be a little bit more dominant than the other, depending on your mate. So let's just say we're not even going to give your mate a a plus tier. Let's say your 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 mate is like a B in what you want. What do you feel like your best qualities would be in that situation? A B tier mate. Not an A tier, not an A plus, not you know, the man of your dreams, the the woman of your dreams. Just the uh, I'm more realistic anyway. I don't dream. You know. Know what I'm saying? I hate you. Mm. <laughs> I, hate, I hate you. I'm just being. I'm just. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> My nigga, what are your best? What are your best qualities? Everything. Bro? Everything. Pick three things. I don't know. And then pick one. Everything. Okay. I am a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Oh my gosh. Oh my That is not that is not your best quality though, my nigga. That should not be that should not be on your list. Nigga say I'm a sponsor. <laughs> Alexa Platier, I'm a responsor. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay, I'm joking. I'm serious. Okay, no, I'm supportive and encouraging. 
If I if I want to ask sponsor, I am financially independent, insecure, and able to, you know. Um, yeah, encouraging, attentive. Are you really attentive or do you just have good listening skills? No, I'm attentive. Like you only got to tell me something once and I'm going to adjust. Okay. Which is, I mean, to my detriment because nobody, I really haven't met anybody deserves me. Jeez. What is that about? Wow. But anyways, um, what else is a good, (laughs) it's so hard to just narrow it down. Because it'd be easier for me to talk about my bad qualities because it's so few. Okay. Both of those statements are false. But so continue. every what 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 wait one black ass minute? What do you mean, <laughs> Hendrix? There are so many and there are so few. No, it's it's middle. This is a middle ground. No, it's not. Okay, Hendrix. What are my best qualities? I don't know. I don't know you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know you. He's dude. lying. You different, nigga. I don't know you. I'm the same it's person. Fucking stranger. I'm just know. better. I'm better now. Ooh, I grew up. This nigga almost slipped out. You <laughs> 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 said almost slipped out. I'm better I'm now. Better now. I am. Mm-hmm. Um. And the nigga's worse. So continue. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> About to die alone, bro. <laughs> Petty thieves. Oh my god, man. I'm done dating. I swear to God. It just never go right. I just nobody deserves me. Nobody is trying to can't sit at my table. Alright, so since Casey's bullshit, mm-hmm. let me get into my shit. Um Come on, get in your bag, Hendrix. My three best qualities. Um I am very I don't want to say attentive because Casey said said int- attentive. Thank you, and you're not. I Continue. I I listen, and I listen wholeheartedly. I don't, you know, I'm not one of the people who, like. Okay, if you say something, it's like oh yeah, whatever. But I hate people who do that. If you are telling me something. And it it really depends on the manner in which you're telling me. Like, I'm not a big fan of that whole motherly, like, this, 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 this. Like, talk to me like I'm an adult. And we can have an adult conversation. Mm. That's cool. Like, I'm an adult, you're an adult. Explain what you mean. Are these niggas adults, though? I'm an adult. I'm not speaking. Look, for the rest of 2020, <laughs> I am not speaking for none of these weird-ass niggas. I am not the spokesperson for you weirdos. I'm awkward. <laughs> and, and honestly, I just want, I just really want to, I just want to interject for one second to just give y'all a big motherfucking I told you so. I've been, I've been dragging you niggas for the past several years, letting y'all know, and now everyone is showing their true colors, and y'all can see just how trashy these niggas are. I've been trying to tell you we weren't protected, we weren't respected, and everybody thought I was on some bullshit, but here you go. Yeah. Um... Yeah, just me listening to you, and I know it's a detriment sometimes because people, people just say shit. This must be a noob trick. People just say shit, like you know what I'm saying. You can say you're interested in this particular thing, and I'll go out and be head first in this. Like, oh, you doing uh, this diet or this workout, or you need. 
I'm all with it. Like whatever makes you happier. Well, I have I'm a trait. With it. Go with your trait. My trait is that I am open to adopting some of my mates' interest. That you are. Yes. I'll give you that. Okay. And just have me watching wrestling. So that's it. You were playing video games at one point. I always had Mario Kart. But I did. Use it. I mean, I tried to play Call of Duty, but I can't aim. So <laughs> I was just going in the same Okay, way. so I'll, I'll give you that one. Will you give me my uh, listening ability? Okay, <sighs> you listen. You listen. Uh, I did, yeah. Okay, I'll take that. That's cool. All right, so quality number two. Let's hear it. <laughs> We about to play two lies and the truth. <laughs> well, now that you say that, um, I am very, very dependable. Um, if you ask me to be somewhere or do something with you, I'm there. I'm dependable too. I'm too fucking dependable. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it does border on too dependable. Um. It's really about, you know, I don't, I'm there. Like, I'm invested. I'm very invested in things that I do. I am too. Too fucking invested. I realize that each and every day. But mm-hmm. that goes back to what I was saying about people just talking. Like, people, especially in a relationship, you have to understand that sometimes you deal with mates who hang on your every word. What do you mean? Where if you say, ah, man, I need some shoes because I've been, you know, working out and my workout shoes, you know, my feet feel a little bad, you know, I'm running and shit like that. Some people will just go out and buy you shoes. Oh. (laughs) Like, so. That's me. (laughs) Yeah. You only got to mention something once and the next time you see me, it will appear, my nigga. Like. Don't do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I track a whole bunch of users because they sense it in me the first or second time where you just like you say something and you're like, oh, you didn't have to. They don't really mean that either. And yeah, that's 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 also a a slippery slope because that's why I'm about to just lock myself in the house. And the reason why I say it's a slippery slope is because a lot of times those type of people aren't willing to ask you for anything. So. Wow. Are we talking about me? (laughs) Oh my God. So trigger. So (laughs) when, you know, you're always bringing up stuff and asking for, well, not even asking, just mentioning things that you need, you know what I'm saying? Especially as, what women have labeled males as like providers and shit. Like no, oh. I'm a provider. <laughs> like, oh, okay. She needs this. Let me go get this for her. You know what I'm saying? Within my you know, within my means and shit like that. Like, no, you're not getting a Birkin bag. I'm sorry, I'm not trapping like that. Why not? What about Chanel? And yeah, we can work on a Chanel, but like are <laughs> Are you Chanel worthy? Like, yeah, I saw my you, pussy earlier, and it was. I seen that meme. No, and what I mean by that is, 
<laughs> do you do things where a Chanel bag Absolutely. is feasible? See, this is the thing. And like, I really be trying not to get my shit off because it's not about me. But I'm great. And like, I don't ever <laughs> ask niggas for nothing. The only thing I've ever consciously asked a nigga for was his time. And they act as if I was asking for marriage in a Birkin bag. And an aside nigga. Or something just ridiculously hard to provide me with. And I don't, I literally have never fixed my mouth to ask niggas for nothing. I am 50 fucking black ass since. And so it's just, oops, hard because I am definitely that person that's like, if you say it, I'm gonna make it that shit appear, call a bitch who did me, okay? But I've never fixed my mouth to ask nobody for nothing. Only thing I require is consistency and time, and niggas can't do that. So that's why Kinesis is. Prepare to die alone in a bubble. And my third, my third best quality from my perspective is my honesty. I'm honest to a fault. I'll tell you. Out, but I'll tell you shit that you might not want to hear or you might not want to know. Is that a good quality though? Yes, because that that. means that you're not in the dark about things. Like if it's something that you have questions about. You don't have to look at me like, okay, well, how do you feel? Like, I'm showing you how I feel. I'm presenting that in a a, a package all the time. So, you can ask me a question. I'll give you my honest answer. Mm -hmm. So, it's not, (laughs) I'm not the negative. Oh, yeah, you know, do I look fat in this? Mm, yeah, that's not really the right material for you. Like, yeah, you, you might want to change up this or that. Like, I'm not, even though I love you or I like you or I'm you invested like in you, too. that doesn't mean I'm willing to spare your feelings because I like you. But this, it, I feel like it's a it's a happy medium between like just trying to spare somebody's feelings and just like being not being a fucking dick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I'm not a dick, but I'll let you know that, yeah, that might not be the right move for you. That's honestly, from my perspective, you're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do anyway. But I'll let you know what my input is. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. So, man, what's your best trait, man? What's, what's your best trait? What is the I don't best, understand why no one's what listening. I said everything. Your calling card what is the one thing above everything else that sets you that makes you different from the pack i, I don't know you can't say everything because it's been proven it is not every apparently it ain't everything nigga okay it is everything based off recent history I don't know what that means. (laughs) But it's literally everything. I find solace in knowing that everyone that I date, I'm just, I make an impression on them. You'll seek me, pieces of me, and everyone that you meet thereafter. That's not a good trait at all. Why is not? And you're like, damn, she was so great. Because I've dated... I think that's why I'm friends with Amazing. I've dated somebody who went out and got, like, exact, like, replica of me in a physical form. And that shit is weird. 
Oh, no, I'm not talking about physically. I understand, but I'm saying I mean, I have some general. things I can work on physically, but everything else. Mentally, too. Men- Honestly, if I really had it, I didn't realize it until recently. It's just, if I had to think of any, like like something that I don't like about myself, is that I require a certain amount of attention, and most people can't provide me with that. So it's just, like, I think that's why I find solace in being alone, instead of just like not being disappointed all the time. Because nobody is ever able to match my effort in that way. Because, like, I think, like, I date like an adult. I date and, like, I want to build a life with you. And, like, you know, forging forward. Like, I'm grown as fuck. I'm not about to date you like I'm a kid. But niggas are not on that page. And so it's just like, you know what? Just need to stay in my house alone. (laughs) Yeah, I think. And then die. I think a lot of women require... Uh, Some don't though. It's just like I just need like access for and for like because I think it's just like it's important for your mate to be your friend, right? And like I think for me, I don't have like I don't want to say I don't have a support system because I do. I have like my family and my friends, but I don't rely on a lot of people. I don't depend on really anybody. And it's just like I've never dated or met somebody that I can, like, depend on in that regard. Like, um, especially someone that I dated. Like, no can be like that to a certain extent because we're friends. Like, because I've been going through a lot lately, and he's been really supportive in there. But just right, like, the average person, like, that putting that burden on someone that I'm dating, they'll never be able to step up where they don't want to. And, um... And that's just, like, it's kind of like a red flag. And so that's what leaves me in this consistent, continuous space of just wanting to be by myself. Yeah, I mean, well, you we got to get to a point where you realize that niggas really don't deserve you. And it might be niggas where, you know, females don't deserve you either, but that's probably way less likely. But, yeah, <laughs> no. niggas really just don't deserve me. Um, I mean, I guess we can do the yin and, yin and yang of this. Um as far as my worst trait in a relationship is my independence. And I mean independence as in, I guess it kind of goes along with what Casey said with the time. Like, I'm really, really a big proponent of personal time. Like, I love my personal time. I like time alone. I love that shit. And that's not always great when you're in a relationship because your partner needs or desires your time. So you can't just say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I just want to be alone today. Like, you know, that's mental health issues that I'm currently, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working progress. I'm nowhere near perfect at all. But, uh. Yeah, I think a lot of times I do like to be alone, like just in my own space with my own vices, just chilling, enjoying the things that I enjoy. And sometimes when you add another person in that, it might not mix. Like if we're watching something and you have a million questions, that shit irks the fuck out of me. So I would much rather just do that shit by myself, honestly. And that's one of my bad traits, which I need to work on. You need to invite your partner 
into things that you're interested in. I mean, sometimes they catch on and other times they don't. And it is what it is. Like, you both need to have your own interests, but you also both need to be um, in tune in the other person's interests. Like, if somebody's watching a show that they really, really enjoy, you might want to just, like, step out sometimes. Like, okay, well, you're doing this. Let me go somewhere else and do something else so I don't disturb you. Or your partner might actually want you to come and sit down and watch you people Real Housewives. Really how to read the room. Nobody knows how to read the room. Because, I mean, it's sometimes where, yeah, they don't want to be about, like, and see, so if I had to say my worst actually, like I said, I just, I, just, I crave too much attention, like. It's, I do enjoy every now and then, like, my alone time and, like, mine and my black-ass business, but that is significantly less often than I desire to be around my mate. So, like, I don't know. I just noticed it's a very common theme, especially, like, in my last few dating instances where it's just, like, uh, whatever. Y'all can say I'm bad, I don't care. Men are just not as considerate y'all are i think y'all, it's, y'all, it's, it's okay and it's acceptable for y'all to be just a little way a little bit more selfish whereas women are selfless and <clears throat> we are more likely to consider you in your opinion or just even wanting to be around you like it just seems like men don't have that same desire to like occupy the same spaces their mate that's true and a woman is like you know like it's like damn like i miss you when you're not around and i want to spend time with you and i want to see you and men don't have that same feeling they completely completely disregard your feelings and like make it seem like you're being ridiculous in a way that makes me extremely uncomfortable (laughs) it does because like i think that's the whole thing where it's just like Men say all the time, like, oh, we're not mind readers. Tell us what you want. I'm like, okay, well, I want to spend more time with you, and I want to be around you more. Wait, 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 wait. And I want to talk to you more, and it's just like. Not that. No, don't say that. That's, no. No, that's not, no. You know, so it's kind of like that, where it's just like, I'm telling you exactly what I want. It's not even that I'm telling you what I want. I'm telling you something that you don't want to do. All right. And so now I seem like the very unreasonable person in all of this. And that's kind of irritating and frustrating as well to just kind of be, I guess, in a position where you're not even heard or your opinion is invalidated all the time. Like, they don't see solutions and answers. Like, mm, whatever. I'm just, yep. (laughs) And just. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, We do have a lot of work to do, male and female. So mainly you niggas continue to work on it, work on it. But I, I think the main thing is to know, know your mate, know what they're good at, know what they're not good at. And especially know yourself, know what you are good at and know what you need to work on and try to improve from there. Simple. It's all, it's all a compromise, man. I think, that you just honestly have to continue to work. Like, a relationship is work. It's good work, but it's work. Yeah, I agree. It dating is work. Is it's work, work that people don't want to do, though. Right. Dating is work. Like, none of that shit, you shouldn't want it if it comes too easy. Like, even the, the happiest of people are working through something. They're working towards a goal. So, 
Yeah, just work. Work on your good attributes. Work on your bad attributes. You know, maximize your strengths. Minimize your weaknesses. So, if you guys have any any points of discussion about what some of your best and worst behavior traits are in a relationship, let us know. You can do so by emailing us at askthe2ampodcast.com at gmail.com this as the number two am podcast at gmail.com all right casey what's grinding your gears this week um me <laughs> niggas whoever keep breaking into my car i don't know it's just like i just have so much I have everything and nothing going on right now. And it's like, especially today, like it's it's not even like it was something that's been like on my spirit for a really long time, but between just like these, I had a really bad day yesterday. And then like, just, it's just like, I don't know. It's like I'm being attacked from all sides. Like me specifically, and then just like emotionally, and then it's like all this stuff going on in pop culture and then I'm feeling attacked as a woman and I'm feeling attacked as a black woman and then I'm feeling attacked as a partner and a mate and as a friend and all of these different things at one time. And it's just like really draining all the life out of me. And I feel like shit. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just like not really in a good place right now. But um, Hendrix. Grinding my gears this this week and the past week and the week before that. So, I know we're in a pandemic. I know a lot of shit is uh, going on. You niggas in these fucking rental cars, all right? I don't know why rental cars are so prevalent right now, but you niggas got to relax. I pay good fucking money for... My car note and my insurance. And you niggas have got some some shit from Avis. And y'all out here, or Hertz, or Enterprise, or whatever. Y'all niggas just out here wilding. Calm down. I, I don't get it. Like, fucking relax. Drive like you got some sense. And we'll be alright. Like, I hate the fact that niggas is just, like, driving 90 miles an hour down side streets and fucking rental cars and shit like that. Like, bro, calm down. Because <laughs> if you hit my shit, like, I know you leaving because you didn't pay. If you got a rental, you didn't pay for the fucking insurance because, yeah, duh. But, uh, yeah, that's what's grinding my gears, man. Y'all niggas got to relax out here doing dumb shit. I'm dead. Sit the fuck down, man. Yeah, sit down. Please. Other than that, no, I'm cool. I'm Gucci. Um, you can find me on social media, every social media at Noli Hendrix, N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. You can find K C K underscore I N R E E L L I F E on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook at K C Call that's K A Y C E C O L L. Again, one more time for the people in the very fucking bag. That email, if you want to send any questions, comments, or concerns, or anything we discuss on this week's episode or any other episode, for that matter, you can hit us up at ask2mpodcast at gmail.com. The number two, hit us up. We'll be sure to get back to you. Um, any last words, Hendrix? 
Yes, and as always, millennials, as the great Dr. Jerry Springer said, take care of yourself and others. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.